Hello, divine, beautiful souls. This is Energy Speaks Podcast with your host, Katriel. So, <clears throat> this is my last day in Jerusalem um, before I take off to Europe um, and experience, um, you know, a different culture, a different, you know, completely different area of the world. And so I'll be heading to London, um, Dublin, and then to Derry, London, Derry, and then back to Dublin. And then I'm heading to um, the States where I'll uh, go to Boston and with a little bit of a layover. And then, of course, back to my hometown, Clearwater, St. Pete area. And what's really, really interesting is, um, uh, you know, I really want to touch base upon what's going on in the astrals, okay? In the ethers. Specifically through the lens of the zodiacs. Um... So my insights that have been going on, like, in the last 48 hours, essentially, I've I've noticed a lot of shifts and changes. So um, we just, from a Western astrology perspective, we we have now entered the month, um, you know, or period of time that's associated with Leo energy. Leo is all about the one, the singularity. Um, when, when you feel into Leo energy, you can feel the heart energy, the love. And it's also um, very expressive, very creative. It's a very creative time. And um, a lot of times, um, uh, another theme that comes up is leadership. Um, as, you know, taking responsibility to step up. So that singular type of energy, the king-like energy. And we look, uh, especially looking here in regards to Jerusalem, we, we can feel that deeply rooted within Jerusalem. Leo is associated with lion energy. And there are Jerusalem lions all over. At one point in time in Jerusalem, we actually, or in Israel, we actually had a lion problem. (laughs) This was the time, around the time of um, the Maccabees. And um, uh, when Greek culture was mixing with Israeli culture, essentially. And then we get the story of Hanukkah. (laughs) Um, But anyways... A little bit of history there for you. Um, So yes, we have the Leo energy. And Leo energy, um, you know, that lion is all about, you know, kind of really seeing your your own value and being able to own it and express it and stand up and, and take the lead, essentially. So, 
that's what's going on through the lens of Western astrology, specifically uh, with, the, with the energies associated with the sun. I just want to jump in and jump into what's going on in the earth. So when the, when the uh, sun is um, radiating, it's always going to be 180 degrees. Okay, so we look at our circle 360, half of that directly across the board is um, what we see the energy associated with the earth. So the sun and the earth are friends, essentially, okay? They're like divine compliments. And a lot of times when we ask for someone's astrological information, like their birth chart information, we don't often talk about this part. And it's bothered me for quite some time. <laughs> and I'm in the middle of writing a book on it. <laughs> um, so why is this significant? I want to, and this is kind of funny because of the specific placement that the earth is in, I want you to kind of take a, a moment and look at things from a new perspective, a different perspective, a perspective like if you flip things upside down. Now, right now, the earth is in Aquarius. Aquarius um, is all about... Um, the community energy. So you have the singularity energy with Leo, but the Aquarius energy is all about, you know, the one as a whole rather than a, in the singular. And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting, um, uh, perspective. Aquarius energy is innovative. Um, a little bit unique, um, does not fit inside of a box. It will rebel against that box. <laughs> it's it's um, the higher octave of Saturn. Uh, Saturn's two planets, sorry, Saturn's two zodiac energies is Capricorn and Aquarius, okay? They're right next to each other in the zodiac in the model of, you know, the yearly cycle. Um, but they're very different. One is very uh, restrictive and, and, and more associated with that box energy, which is the Capricorn. It likes things very, um, you know, like definitive, like it's there, it's it's practical it's it's tangible right it's an earth sign well the aquarius energy is quite the opposite of that it is in the air it's an air sign it's like that aha moment it's these unique ideas that allow for um the world to be innovated um, and I do say the world specifically because we are talking about uh, leaps and bounds with communities. Um, so like Aquarius or even the house of Aquarius will, its leadership is in regards to communities. 
and um and friendships okay so like what's really interesting is you know you can't always you can't always control everything right you kind of have especially in regards to um like your intuitive gifts they come or they don't right you can work on them but essentially how they flow through you is a different story it's because it's from a higher world so what i've been noticing in the last like few years i mean i really started to get into astrology and um the uh the different zodiac energies i mean i've always felt like connected to them but i really started to go deep in 2017 2018 i really started putting the pieces together okay in 2019 i i was i had put so many different experiments and 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 connecting with the zodiac energies in a different way in 2018 uh doing my own little experiments and whatnot um and observations um that when it came down to 2019 i was ready to share that information with the world and 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 expand my journey with the zodiac energies and how each zodiac energy is um unique and we have all of them they just show up in different ways within us right and and so with this i've been really doing some deep uh dives with with um connecting to this energy and you know when you set an intention uh things come through you know hashem spirit source energy flows through you and you see things in a different way now i feel like in 2018 when i was going through soul school um i was you know really learning things from a soul perspective uh, you know like my the glasses like if i were to put yellow glasses on associated with like the soul the solar plexus like that's what that year is all about 2019 it was all about earth school really grounding in my my um all of this information and and like solidifying it within my being and and sharing that with others grounding it in and then like prior to that it was all about like ooh it's kind of this like airiness energy of like excitement and and figuring out like what do I want to learn and all of these different things it's like you can't go deep at that point you 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 think you might be going deep but you haven't hit it yet okay you're always pulling back the layers right so then 2020 comes around and i it's like all of that earth school i went through in 2018 now is another layer and so i felt i started to feel the zodiac energy in a different way 
I started to also connect with other people, you know, and feeling out um, the different energies and, and actually going into the different energies that are like the zodiac energies that are associated with empath skills. And so I got a lot out of that and started teaching um, what these different empath skills are based off of the zodiac energies and how we may actually have um, unique empath skills based off of this. And, and so like, like in where we shine, you know what I mean? And so then, um, 2021, another layer comes through. And I, I felt like as I would be going through this cycle of the year, I, I was experiencing it from like maybe the sun perspective. That when I would get to each zodiac season, I would really feel like this, this energy that's associated with shining through the sun. So like when Leo would, would come about, I would feel into what, I would know exactly when Leo was coming in because I could feel that energy. In like 2020, I feel like that was more associated with the moon. This is very interesting. I'm actually speaking all this out and I'm like, like processing all of this. And I think sometimes it's like really important for us to like speak things out to process them. And I get to share them with all of you here, listening, you know? So I really appreciate you holding this sacred space, you know, for me to even speak things out to myself. And I hope that it also helps, you know, you on your journey as I hold the sacred space for you. That's what life is about, really, is holding space for each other. Now... Then 2022 comes around and I've experienced this year very differently. Instead of like feeling the sun energy, like as it's dominant is a part of my world, I've actually been feeling into the earth. So every single time that um, we shift into a new zodiac energy, whether that's from the perspective of the Western calendar or the Hebrew calendar, I can actually feel the subtleties, subtle, subtleties that are associated with the integration of multiple calendars, which is absolutely unique and really cool. So now as we enter Leo season, I'm actually experiencing the Aquarius energy really dominantly like it's really cool and so i want i i really want to um like to encourage you guys that have fun with what you're studying have fun with what you're learning and 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 feeling you can make a game out of it and when your higher self gives you the codes to the game and you start to catch on and you're like, whoa, that's what I'm learning. It's a completely different lesson. It's a completely different layer of the lesson that we often can miss or not recognize. So there's always depth to things. 
Now, what's going on with this earth energy? First of all, how are you experiencing the zodiac energies? Do you get, can you feel them? Can you distinguish one from another? If this sounds like something that like appeals to you, like all you have to do is work that muscle. And of course, if any time you would like to go deeper in that and, and learn how to go deeper, um, reach out, you know, uh, reach out to me. This is something that I love to do. Um, and we can experiment with these different energies in a different way. The sessions that I cultivate uh, with others are very unique for each individual and um, quite expansive. And, and so part of why I'm here, my tikkun, my soul mission, is to be able to look at things from a unique perspective and, and share that with others. For me, it doesn't cut it to just sit in a classroom always. And it's been weird because I've been doing that for the last six to seven months, which is really funny. <laughs> but um, when I teach, I like to help people experience this, this, this knowledge and integrate it into some wisdom. Really connect to where that's coming from, from your soul. So, right now, what's going on in the earth, you know, like, I'm being able to experience um, this, this energy, like, when I, like, if I had to describe to you, like, what today felt like, or is still feeling like, um, it feels very airy, like, not like Aries, like, airy, like, the element of air, I feel like my body, my being, my, my, my mind is very stimulated, um, has lots of ideas, but also is kind of like up in the air. And it's been very interesting for me to feel grounded. And so this is something that we can look at, right? Okay, even though our earth is is in Aquarius, I'm being called to to fig like not figure out but like feel into what it means to have this connection of Aquarius energy and allowing it to ground me. That's a challenge, right? Like this is the game I've created for myself, essentially which is fun. <laughs> I've been hanging out with more friends, connections like with one another. And I've also been feeling this large energy of innovation, like something is going to shake up, not in just my world, but in the world of us all as a one, but for a collective, um, positive move in this universe and again 
as I say this, you know, we are now in this energy of the age of Aquarius, which, you know, when it's kind of like, it's kind of like this, right? So if you had another planet that was in Aquarius, or you have um, a larger energy, what it does is it pings that. So like, yes, the Earth is in Aquarius. Um, also, um, actually, I can tell you, um, this is the fun part, right? Um, so what's going on in Aquarius? Uh, Saturn. So like right now, also Saturn is being pinged. So we have this like relationship between the earth and Saturn right now. And then this age that we're walking into, right? Of the age of Aquarius for this large innovation. And part of this energy for Aquarius is, is literally where do I belong? Okay. This I belong energy, a lot of times we figure out where we don't belong before we figure out where we do belong. And that's our job right there to be like, yeah, so um, this isn't resonating with me. I don't feel like I'm a part of this group, you know? And then you try out other groups and you're like, oh man, these are my friends. Like, these are the friends that I feel so connected to. It's like soul deep, you know what I mean? And a lot of times we have to go through this in order to figure things out. Um, and like, that's okay. Also, another cool, unique, um, like, uh, perspective in regards to the Aquarian energy is laughing. Do some more laughing during this month. Why do I say this? Because when, if you, if you dis, like, okay, first of all, the body doesn't distinguish whether something's, um, like the, whether laughing is like, like a real laugh or a fake laugh. It's just a laugh. It's a chemical process that goes on in the body. So if I sat here and I laughed, like, just because, like, <laughs> it may sound fake to y'all, but my body would actually interpret this information as a particular chemical process that would be no different than if I really found something funny and started to laugh. It's quite fascinating. Now, if once once we go through this chemical like process in our body, it actually shifts us from one frequency to another. It allows us to experience something in a a higher frequency, a positive higher frequency, because it's it's like kind of like um, this energy that is. Um, uh, it's it's like this kokma energy. Kokma is like associated in the tree of life of like um, like wisdom, right? And it at this point of where it, it is on the map, like bina is like this energy that distinguishes one thing from another. 
Kokma is like, it's all. It's like this beautiful information that hasn't even received um, a distinguished, distinguishing factor of like good and bad. It just is. And that's kind of like this idea of, of laughing. And why do I draw this comparison with the age of Aquarius? Is because we're all ascending for something higher. Something that co- connects us all together. This, this energy that is a collective energy. And when we all become on the same page, we're activating something together. It's important, yes, to keep the individuality, which is that Leo energy. But we can be individuals together as one, one unit. And I feel like, especially when we walk through, um, you know, the dark times that we have now encountered in this particular lifetime with the COVID energy, one thing we did do is we were all experiencing it together. You know, there was a point where we all were there for one another. It was kind of like the same idea that happened in America when we had September 11th. We all came together as one. That energy, like what, what, we, what we like need to realize is we don't have to have a tragedy in order for us to come together as one. We can actually just come together as one. like you know but it is 100% a interpretation of the Aquarius energy of like you know having something that does not is not you know align with you so like these different types of darker energies essentially what happens is is these energies realchemize and shake up to allow for this beautiful like like, so a negative energy, like, brings about, about a positive energy and allows the two to come together as one neutral energy. Like, from a scientific perspective, that's literally um, it. And so what's interesting is also the Aquarius energy is very much so a scientific type of energy. Um, so, like... You know, the the school of thought of like um, of in science where you like observe something that that energy is also present during this time. So like kind of like if you think about like a scientist kind of like up in the air in his head. Also, like observing everything that's around him, you know. Like, and having some sort of detachment from the outcomes of what's going on, which is another huge, like, piece of of Aquarius energy, is this detached energy. Like, that there's, like, a neutral space within yourself. That, so maybe something's going on in your life that you'd like to shift and change it. Essentially... The quickest way to do that is to find yourself in a neutral space because at that point you're allowing that energy to be detached from it so that the universe can take care of the rest and transform that situation. I encourage you guys that when you're 
you know, um, out and about that maybe, maybe look at things from a, a different perspective. Like, what does that Aquarius energy translate for you? I can only give you my interpretation because I'm me. And maybe you guys have different interpretations, which is totally okay. Like, we were, we may all be humans, but this is where the individuality comes in, right? That Leo, right? Is that we were all made unique, uniquely different. And now the time is for us to express it. So, um, I really look forward to um, sharing these insights with you all. And remember the word insight. Insight is insight. Literally, visually insight. I love looking at little things like that. It's so much fun. So, um, I love you all, divine, beautiful souls. And that is the message for this week's Energy Speaks podcast. Over and out. Shalom.